Welcome to Stories from the Center of the Universe, the podcast about the human experience. Suzanne Wollstenholme, Kimberly Mills, welcome to Stories from the Center of the Universe. Really appreciate both of you joining us today. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Glad so, to be here. So Suzanne, I have heard your name for, oh, I think, sorry. since I was a, a child, and, and your, your business has been iconic in the Richmond metro area, and especially here in Ashland. Tell us how Suzanne started. Well, I, um, I always love to cook and entertain, and I had a p- lots of parties at our house until my husband said no more parties, and I needed another outlet, and I needed a job. I, um, had, I had been a secretary, which was my lifelong dream as, when I was a teenager, and that really wasn't for me. So I went back to school, and I, I um, finished my business degree, and then I needed a job. And so there wasn't any place at that time for people to pick up really good food if they were, uh, if they were going home from work. Women were just going back into the workplace and they were tired at the end of the day and didn't want to have to go home and cook. So my idea was to make things that people would make in their own kitchen if they had the time. And so we're sort of in the right place at the right time with all the women going back into the workforce. You were cooking for people at work too, right? Do I have that right? Were you ever bringing in stuff you cooked at home into the workplace? No. I, I don't know where I heard that. No. Somebody's made that up. You, you, you're, an, you're a legend, and oh. people have made up things that are not true, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and I said Suzanne's. I meant homemade by Suzanne. Right, yeah. right. What was on the menu back then when you first started? The very same thing that we're serving now. <laughs> really? And well, we've embellished. I mean, we've grown, but it was pretty much the core is still there. Mm-hmm. Chicken salad, shrimp salad, homemade rolls, homemade soups homemade pies and our bread that we make every morning I mean there are core items but we add other things in just for interest and next week for instance we're doing a uh, Hanover tomato celebration Kim can tell you she that she's in charge of all the specials so she can tell you what <laughs> what we're going to do well we'll have Hanover tomato pies stuffed Hanover tomatoes BLTs uh, chilled gazpacho with Hanover tomatoes uh, caprese salads um, BLTs. 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 Mm, BLTs. <laughs> Anything you can think of with a Hanover tomato. All right, I'm going to give that some thought. Give it some thought. Okay. Because they, they will peak. They're at their peak time now, and so nothing any better. Are Hanover County tomatoes really better? Yes, they are. What, what makes them better? I guess they're grown in the center of the universe. Uh. <laughs> Pick with loving hands. Hanover. <laughs> yeah. It's the soil, really. I think it's the sandy soil. And, and to be truthful, they mostly come from Mechanicsville. That's where the soil is sandy. Ooh. Uh, and they grow such good tomatoes. I'm not sure. I, as an Ashlander, I don't know that I want that to get out. Well, we have farmers who bring them to our doors. <laughs> they bring them to our door. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah. We that, can edit that yeah. out. That's really cool. No, nah, we're not going to edit that out. <laughs> right, so you've been in Ashland for how long with your business? 37 years. And what brought you here in the first place? Well, my husband and I moved to um, Hanover when we were married, um, about between here and between Ashland and Doswell. And when I wanted to go into business, my father helped me find a building. And we found the building on the railroad tracks right in the old part of Ashland. It was a drugstore for over 100 years. Mm. And so he bought the building for me. Um, and he and I said, you know, Dad, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I've never been in a commercial kitchen. We could be out of business in six months. And he said, well, we can sell the building. So that's 
how we got started there in that particular location. 37 years. Location. 37, 37 years, years later, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how much has changed in 37 years? In Ashland? In Ashland and for your business. Well, you know, when I started out, I thought myself and one, of the, one or two other people could handle everything. Now we have uh, like 25 employees between our two locations. Um, and, you know, our, our sales just kept going up, up, up. From the first day, we had a couple of people, and then it just grew and grew. We'd go out and get another table and chairs and put in because we needed more tables and chairs. And, and the catering has picked, you know, picked up constantly, and it's just been a real joy to be there. How many locations do you have now? We have the John Marshall ballrooms. They're beautifully restored, the historic ballrooms. And we serve lunch there Monday through Friday. Wow. And uh, Kim, when did you come into the picture? I came in in 1988. Okay. And you were were a high schooler. I was a high school, yep. And you stayed with Suzanne all this time? I have. I love it. It's a family environment. We have employees that have been there for 30 years, which is very rare um, in restaurant. We have very low turnover, and I think it's because we treat everyone like family. The employees are treated like family. Yeah, and, and the owners and stay. Are, yeah, and the owners are right there working with them side by side every day. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yep. And how many uh, partners do y'all have? Three partners total. Three of y'all total. Mm-hmm. Is the third one a silent partner? No. Mm-mm. She's okay. very busy downtown. <laughs> oh, gotcha. She's the John Marshall. She's at the John Marshall. I gotcha. Okay. She does a great job running that location. Cool. So have you always just grown? Because at some point you had to make a decision not to grow to become this international brand name, right? So why why have you stayed the size you are today? Well, when I was much younger, I'd get up in the morning and sign a new lease. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to the point where I didn't really know which way to go. When I'd wake up in the morning, I'd think, you know, I was just befuddled because it was just too much. Yeah. We went to the Botanical Gardens. We had a store at Liberty and Grove. We had another store on 6th Street, and it was just... And I didn't have this um, the management structure at that time to handle it like we do now with Kim and Sheila as partners. But um, it wasn't fun anymore when you it was mm-hmm. just um, so confused and, and stressed. Yeah, and a lot of and things. And catering are, we would do and do. Yeah, and a lot of things are new, right? And you're not sure exactly what to do because you didn't have the experience. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So. What made it fun again? Um, just having the two locations and doing the catering, kind of and, and it's not always fun, <laughs> but when you're loading and unloading uh, vans, Kim would know this, when when you're unloading vans at, you know, the wee hours of the morning, that's not so much you fun. You save some money on gym memberships. I yeah. bet. Nice. Yeah. I bet. Wow. <laughs> and, and the samples are coming when? No. Yeah. <laughs> what, brought, what brought the fun aspect back to it is when we slowed down a little and we're just able to focus on the two locations, we were able to be more creative with our custom catering mm-hmm. where we had actually more time to sit down with the brides and listen to what they wanted and we could be just more creative and think out of the box and do stuff that other caterers were not doing. Oh, so okay. it brought, I know for me, it brought a lot more of the excitement back because you know, it's like oh, it's my special day too because I'm helping them create it. Right. Is it only weddings that you cater, or cater in any event? Anything. Okay. And Kim who, does all. Kim does all the offsite catering. Is that hard? I, um. No, I love it. Do you work long hours doing oh, yeah. catering? I work long hours. Yeah. I but love you it. love it. I love it. What do you love specifically about it? Working one on one with my brides or okay. whoever's having the party, or if there's a spouse that just lost their spouse, I can sit down with them and create a menu that is a reflection of the person they just lost and just brings the whole personal touch to it. And that's just important to me. All right, if I wanted to cater an event 
uh, say, my wife's birthday? How much lead time do I, I need to give you? Do you want 25 people, 100 people, 150 people? Oh, let's call, let's, call, let's call, we'll call it 100 people. If I have the date open, we can do it in a week. Oh, wow, days. if the date's if open. If the date's open and you have a facility. How far out is your longest event um, We're booking it to... 2023 now what <laughs> that's awesome yeah. well in the wedding business people plan a year to yeah, yeah that's true out, yeah, yeah. so yeah my wife didn't do that when i asked her to marry me eight months later we got married she yeah. she couldn't wait to be married to me i'm not uh-huh. sure what, what was going on there <laughs> is this over yeah. unbelievable <laughs> so uh the community of ashland is uh near and dear to my heart i assume it's near and dear to you guys and so when you did decide to come down to a hotel plus your your focal point or your um, your original location was it about the original location that was really important to you or was it the town of ashland or a combination of the two or something entirely different that brought you to stay here 37 years well ashland is a very unique town it's historic it's victorian it's charming it's small town the train runs right to the middle of the street i mean where else would you go and then we have you know Mr. Kinney, who drives his bicycle up and down the street, uh, and he's a, he's quite a bicyclist. So he's yeah, out there all, often. Free entertainment. He is. He is. Yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah. So and people watch him from the cams, um, you know, the, the live cams the all over cams. the world. Wow. Really? I yes. Didn't I didn't know that either. They watch the railroad crossings, but they they watch him too. Ah, uh, does he know he's entertaining? I'm uh, sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. What what is uh, the college meant for your business? Um, well, the college kind of keeps the town alive when the when the students are there. Um, we don't get a lot of the men students, but we get a lot of the women students. We get a lot of the parents when they come, and um, just kind of know what's going on in the world when you look at these twenty year olds, see mm-hmm. what they're wearing, what they're doing, and. Yeah, it's, it, it's yeah, important. A lot has changed over the last 37 years. It has, yeah, yeah. as, as it would in any decades change, yeah. Absolutely. What's what, uh, your biggest challenge you've had to overcome? Like, what was it like during the pandemic? I imagine that was a, a trying time. You know, it was trying, but it was, I won't say it was fun, but it was a, an achievement, I think. Um, we, Kim and Sheila and I, we, our heads together and said what can we do what do people need from us at this time and we um, Kim came up with a lot of uh, entrees to to go to take home sides that sort of thing and we put that out on Facebook and we take orders for it and about four between four and six people would um, drive up to our back door and call us and we take their order out to them mm-hmm. with gloves on and masks on and yeah and they don't want to go at first nobody wanted to go to the grocery store so it was i mean we had people we had our line going out to the street of cars waiting to pick up their orders did business pick up during the pandemic actually it did <laughs> isn't that crazy no one would ever wish for a pandemic but no oh no absolutely well, we, not we paid a lot of attention what the our customers were asking of us and then adjusted our business plan every day to kind of meet their needs that would still work for us we did a lot of community deliveries especially the retirement communities hmm. where we would either go set up at the clubhouse and people can pre-order and do like a drive-through pickup or we'd actually take it to their house and drop it off um, and we had some families that would call um, and order you know, three or four meals a week for their in-laws, mm. or, you know, and we would take it to them, so there's, they just didn't have to worry about it. 
did this add an aspect to the business now, or are you going to go back to normal? I mean, are you now doing this? We are doing it. Yeah. We've got one scheduled for tomorrow actually in Fredericksburg because wow. none of the restaurants up there were doing it. Okay. So we kind of reached out. You have reached to Fredericksburg? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. We've got three communities in Fredericksburg that we deliver to. So you're, you're doing work in Richmond, Ashland, certainly, and, and mm-hmm. Fredericksburg. Any, yeah. any other places? Um. We do what we have a lot in Glen Allen. We have some, Sheila does a lot south of the river. Um, wow. Yeah. She's doing the same thing downtown from her kitchen downtown. Oh, I got She's you. had a beautiful state-of-the-art kitchen That's at the really John cool. Marshall. Uh, what's your favorite uh, item on the menu, Suzanne? I think even after 37 years, the chicken salad sandwich it's is my favorite. It's mine, too. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is the best chicken salad on earth. And you put it on a homemade roll, then oh, you really got something. Oh, my gosh. Man, y'all make me hungry. <laughs> Mine's the crab cake. My wife's favorite yeah. food is crab yeah. cake. Yeah. Mine's the crab I'm cake. With that. Y'all are open right now? Nope. No. <laughs> We're here. Y'all shut down for this? No. <laughs> we close at 2. Oh, you close at 2. <laughs> what, what are your hours since we're talking about hours? Be sick, Kim. All right, so Tuesday through Friday, we're open from 9 to 2. Okay. But if you still want to do the curbside, we offer it. You just have to place your order by 3. And then you can allow it pick up until 6. And then Saturdays, we're open from 9 to 3. Could I order something directly through y'all mm-hmm. today? Sure, today. Take sure. a crab cake home to my wife. I'll run down and get it for you. <laughs> That'd be really cool. <laughs> so what are your plans over the next year or two? Um, we're going to be very busy with weddings. Okay, because weddings, uh, people are attending weddings, and you, you'll have 100 weddings. or 200 folks at a wedding. Have as many as you want now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See as a lot of people with smiling faces and just ecstatic to be back together with each other. Yes. Um, here lately, we've been pretty busy with bereavement ceremonies or, or yeah. receptions because they weren't allowed to have the services yeah. during COVID, so oh, we, we're yeah. doing a lot of those, hmm. um, which is, you know, it's nice to see everybody get together and celebrate a loved one. Um, we're doing lots of baby showers, and I imagine there'll be a lot more of those to come. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think there were people yeah. predicting when all this started there would be a lot more babies. Oh, around. yeah. Uh, so we've been blessed to be busy. Okay. So that, that's on the catering side. Any plans for the uh, the actual location here in Ashland or the location to John Marshall? Well, next week we're having bologna burgers. We've never had a bologna burger, but we're going to have that next week what, for what special. Is, <laughs> hold on. What, what is on a bologna burger? Hanover tomato. Yep. Okay. It's going to be yep. on the Hanover tomato um, celebration. Oh, bologna You've never burger. had a bologna burger? Oh, well, so, awesome. so my, my dad, when my mom would go out of town, he would have to cook for my sister and me. He would just fry bologna. That's all That's he, he knew how to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he threw it on a, on a roll or something or, or yeah. a hamburger bun or something. Right. Usually it's sautéed onions and maybe some green peppers mm. and the fried bologna and cheese if you want it. Or mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, yes. And we mix a little mustard in with the mayonnaise. Mustard, yeah. And then, the, the, but next week it was have a big slab of Hanover tomato on it. It's going to be good. It is it's going to be, be messy, good. but it's going to be good. Yeah. I, I didn't eat tomatoes as a child. I was an outcast because of that. Oh. Yeah. My dad did. He, he thought about disowning me because I didn't <laughs> eat tomatoes as a young child. So uh, where did you grow up, Susan? In Richmond. West End of Richmond. West End. The West End? Mm-hmm. Whereabouts? Where, where, you, you already told us Thomas Jefferson, but. Yeah. I was at the Libby Avenue and okay. near West Hampton, West Hampton Elementary and Junior High School. I know exactly. What, the old Pizza Hut still sitting right there yeah. on the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No? Yeah, it's near uh, St. Christopher's, right? You Not, too far. Yeah. Not too okay. far. Not too far. Libby and Patterson area. Okay, got it. And where did you grow up, Kim? In Ashland, right next door to Camp Town Racetrack. So just north, north part of town. Mm-hmm. 
And, and the racetrack's not there anymore, is it? Uh, the old, both of them are still there. They're up for sale to become um, a business development, but I'm not sure if anything has gone through. Camptown Races was a big thing back in the day. and then Fun. It, And then it went away, and, and then it came, came back. back. Mm-hmm. And, and it went away again. I don't know why it went away the second time. Well, they, at one time it went away because there, someone got hurt, and there was a big lawsuit, and mm-hmm. so that you know, discouraged the property owner, I think, from ever doing it again. Okay. You guys want to tell us about your families? Your immediate family? Sure. I'm not too ashamed of them. <laughs> <laughs> you can go first, Kim. Yeah, you can go. I'll take a while. I'll have a few more kids. <laughs> I have a husband. I've had a husband for 53 years. Awesome. We were high school sweethearts. And uh, we have one daughter who's in her 40s. We have a foster son who's 30. But um, he's, I don't know why I say foster, because he's really our son. And um, I have a grandson, one grandson, who lives just down the lane from me. And I have a poor old dog who's 17 years old, has Cushing's disease, and is deaf. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but he still doesn't seem to be in pain, so we're still taking good care of him. What kind of dog? Well, actually, I thought he was a mutt at first, but then I found out he had real roots. He's called a Carolina dog. He's... Um, uh, hieroglyphics were found of this dog in the caves in in the Carolinas, mm. and he looks like the North Amer- any kind of a continent the the original dog from continents like the dingo with the pointy ears and the curly tail, and and he's got a crook in the end of his tail, and when I looked him up on the internet, that's the sign of a Carolina dog. Mm. So huh. he's very clever because he had to be to grow up in the swamps. Not terribly intelligent, but very clever. A uh, bigger dog or smaller dog? He's medium. Medium-sized medium dog. I mean, he's lived a long life. He has. He's yeah, tough. Oh, my gosh, he's tough. It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. All right, how about you, Kim? Well, I'm married to a Richmond uh, City Police Officer. I have a son and daughter from a previous marriage. You see, my daughter's 24. My son's Gary turned 21. I have three wonderful stepchildren, uh, all of which are have served in the army one in basic now one in germany one in nashville who actually just got out and is a nashville city police officer and i have one grandchild on the way five dogs a cat and too many horses (laughs) how about the pig and a pig and a pig it's a lot there's a lot going on there it's a lot yeah that's why i'm always at work well thank you your husband for his service (laughs) for us uh, and and your stepkids for uh, their service as well thank you thank you that's very cool uh which and your mom knows all of them does she? And your dad, yes. Well, I guess we can talk about the connection. My mom taught you in kindergarten. And taught my husband now, Ralph, yes. Okay. We're all local Ashland. All went to Henry Clay, Gandy, Liberty, Patrick Henry, yep. Are you related to Vaughn in any no. way? No. Okay. Mm-mm. Or your husband? Mm-mm. Okay. And what's your husband's name? Ralph Mills. Ralph Mills, okay. I know the name. Ralph, well, his um, dad was a contractor, and his grandfather had the Ashland Well Company. Okay. All right. So, Roland Rodney Mills. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know those guys, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, uh, Suzanne, what do you want our listeners to know about Homemades by Suzanne? What's the one thing? And the question can be for both of the you. The one thing? Yeah. Well, I think the one thing is that, you know, we do our very best to make really good, wholesome foods. We buy the best ingredients we can um, because when it comes in, they say when it comes in the back door, what the ingredients are is what's going out the front door, and that's what we want to be, the very best ingredients and the highest quality 
and people I think they can tell that when they come in and they have their lunch you know you can tell it's made really made with love almost we have people who come from um, off of 95 twice a year on their way coming and going and people who now find us on the internet which was not you know that's new to you know to have all those yelps mm. and google reviews that people see and come in that way that's that's a different and your kitchen for us your kitchen is very busy during the very busy uh, yeah how many people are in your kitchen at lunchtime uh, about 12. that's a lot of people wow. in that small area yeah mm-hmm. well they're getting ready for catering in the afternoon too. Uh, yeah gotcha okay we kind of divide it up in teams multitasking and some people wait on customers some people prep and some people do it catering gotcha all right what's the one thing you want folks to know well first i'd like to say how appreciative we are for supporting us through the pandemic um they got us stuck with us and they're just we're in it for the long haul we're going to keep listening and give them what they want and just be there to serve them right on so is it somebody fun that we can record Calling you, see, see. Probably my husband. He's Fredericksburg. Probably lost. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, uh, what, what's a typical day like at Homemade by Suzanne? There is no typical day. It's different. Right, what, what, ha- what happened yesterday? Yesterday we were closed. Dang it! What happened the last day you were open? Today? What happened today? Nothing. Nothing crazy happened today. We were really busy. We had a lot of inquiries for weddings. Um, Kim, what time did you wake up to get ready for work? I get up at four thirty every morning. Do you do that because the job requires it, or you do it because you you do? I have things? too many horses. You have a lot of horses. Uh, I got you. I usually try to get there between seven and seven thirty, and our day usually I'm usually gone by four thirty. Okay. It's not too terribly long unless we have events. Got it. All right. So, so on a non-event day, what's what's the day like? For um, you? Our staff usually gets there about eight and is there until like three thirty or four. Okay. And you're doing, you're in the kitchen, you're doing other things? I do pretty much everything. Tell us, tell us more about everything. Everything from scrubbing the bathrooms to ordering the food, to prepping, to training the the new chef, to looking up recipes or talking with sales vendors, getting ideas, talking with customers, Wow. making sales calls, reaching out to community to see if we can do like a community development. And you love it. I do love it. I love people. Ask your mom. And you and you love being busy and challenged mm-hmm. in lots and of different ways. And I really ways. like it because I know most of our customers and over the years have developed such a strong relationship through them. What's so. your What's your proudest moment catering? Gosh, proudest moment catering. Yeah, that question can be for either one of you. Gosh, there's been so many. I know. So many brides. I tell you what, probably my favorite and most memorable memorable was Jim Smith and um, Sandra Smith, who got married three days after, and I cut my honeymoon short to come to do their event because oh I was in gosh. love with them so much. Oh, wow. They were just, they are in their 80s. Wow. And they're local, local Ashlanders. What was it about the two of them? that uh, We just connected, and their story was just so sweet, and I just, I needed to be there. I don't think I would have left my honeymoon three days early I had for anybody. Problem. I had no problems doing it for them. You're, cool. you're probably a better person than I am. <laughs> no, there's no probably about that. <laughs> they were just a great couple. Yeah, and how old were they when they got married? It was three years ago. Oh, okay. I think their anniversary's tomorrow. Oh, that's wow, really cool. That's awesome. That's super yeah, cool. Their anniversary's tomorrow, I believe. So. And how did they meet, you know? I think they were high school sweethearts, and they got separated, and he went to VMI. And I don't remember where Sandra went, but then they, within six months, they lost their spouses and just reconnected through church. Holy cow. What That's an awesome cool. story. Mm-hmm. And they're so happy. And they're very happy. So you can keep names out of this if you like, but any bridezilla stories? 
Do you have any bridezillas? I don't think I have any bridezillas. Because brides usually other than, aren't upset Other than our employees that we've helped get married. Oh. <laughs> um, it's usually the mo- Sometimes it's the mother and not yeah. the bride. Uh, the, the mother of the bride. There you go. And they, I think they get so caught up in the moment and the stress, they don't mean to be the momzilla. Mm. Momzillas can be worse, I think, than bridezillas. Yeah, they just overthink yeah. it and they want that their yeah. day to be the daughter's day to be so perfect. That they've turned it into their day and they forget. They kind of lose themselves. Through, yeah. yeah. But I don't, th- I don't ever really remember yeah. any of them that were too... You're a silver lining kind of person, Kim, it <laughs> seems to me. Yeah. Well, if you, you know, if you, if you listen to what they want and you give them what they want, there's no reason for them to be a bridezilla. Right. A lot, of, a lot of people just want you to do what they want to do, what they think it should be, instead of what the vision that the bride and the groom and the mother have. Great point. Uh, how many grooms participate in that process? More here, now. Yeah, here a lot. A lot. I, I'll tell you, I didn't. No, no, I did. <laughs> you yes, tried. I did. Okay, I believe you. I did. <laughs> no, and I, I agree. More grooms are now because back in the day, it used to be yeah, things you are take different. Care of that I'm going to exactly, no, exactly. No. Okay, you're a better person than me, Kevin. Once again, that's three that's out of four. <laughs> For three of you, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, Suzanne, what's your fondest memory over the last 37 years? Oh my! I have had so many. Give, give, you can give us three or four oh, if you oh, want. Gosh, it's you know it's been just a joy, really. I mean, every day you you never know who's going to be coming in, who's going to call on the phone, what they're going to want. It's it's just it's just different and varied and creative, and I think all of that put together just make wonderful days. Rings every bell for you as a person. It really does. It really does. I think I was meant to serve food to people, to present food to people, and I do get a lot of pleasure from that. Sweet. If I ate chicken salad every day, would, mm-hmm. is that a problem? Not at all. Some people come in the back door and we start making their chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is see their face. That's right. <laughs> every day. Every day. We have one gentleman that orders every Friday and he picks it up at 10 o'clock and we have his order ready for him before he calls it in. He gets the same thing every day. He is a creature of habit. Mm-hmm. Do people put bacon on the chicken salad Sometimes. ever? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I do that. Yeah, that's good. Oh, and oh. Ch- some people put cheddar cheese on it. Oh, yeah, that's not bad either. Bacon is better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your uh, your customers that are most memorable or bring the most joy when they come in. Um, Kitty Hamilton was one. Mm-hmm. She's gone. She's left us, but she was a joy. Always came in since she was with the health department. She had test taste everything. That's what she'd say. <laughs> she'd call, and then we would have a new employee. It's like, oh, the health department's here. We got. She wants to taste the deviled egg. <laughs> yeah. um, That's great. Uh, Frank Hargrove Frank used to come in and want a sample. He, he just wanted to sample everything? He wanted to sample, mm-hmm. sample that. <laughs> Suzanne, he was just kidding. But Suzanne, give me a sample of this, that, and the other. You know, just joking. It doesn't hurt to try. That's right. And he was a longtime delegate, right? Yes. In the state, yeah. yeah. He, still, he still eats our food, but his daughter comes, picks it up for him. Yeah. Any other memorable folks? I'm trying to think. We've had a lot. Um, How about folks that work for you? We've always had good employees. Well, they um, stick around, too, they right? They stick around. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah, we've had um, we've got we've we've done a lot of work with special needs, um, functioning autistic adults. Um, throughout the years, we've won several awards. Um, that's kind of been a passion of mine. The national award. Yeah, we won the national award, the For national award. How did you w- win that? What, what what does that entail? What are they looking at when they are thinking about giving that award out? Basically, that's a good question. That's so long ago. Um, we started working with the the county, and we had one or two of the the highly functional autistic that's basically what they were um and they assist 
supporting employment comes in and assists training with them and then works alongside them until they feel comfortable. And then they come in maybe once a week, then it goes twice a week, then it goes once a month, and we would do monthly evaluations. And they were like, these two are doing such such a good job. Can we send two more? We'd like two more. And then we started taking them on like um, like outings, like Warren would take them to play putt-putt. Um, I would take them to play with the horses. Um, we took them swimming. We took them to the movies. We would take them to Sweet Frog. Fishing. Fishing. Yeah, charter boat fishing. Oh, wow. You guys were completely committed. Yeah, we embraced them. Um, and basically, um, they they just fit in. They were family, you know, and they didn't. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like, they don't want to be treated special. They want to be treated like everyone else. And that happened at Homemades. They didn't get a lot of special treatment. They were treated like every other employee. And they want companionship like anybody mm-hmm. else does. And they yeah. loved, they thrived on coming to work because it was stability. They knew there were people there that cared about them. And they knew on a daily, daily basis, this is what I have to do. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Congrats won, on the award. That's really you. cool. Thank you. We won um, for the county, the state, and the national, and they flew us out to... Chicago, someplace like that, to accept the award. It's fun. Was it like a uh, dress up in like fancy clothes kind of thing? Yes, it was. <laughs> it was yeah, it was a national award. Yes, the, and we had the, to get in front of thousands of people and, and speak. Oh, that wow. that was. Uh, were you all the only recipients for the night? We were the small business. We were the small business. Got it. Okay, but they weren't giving out hundreds of awards. It was. No, I think it was to- in total twenty five awards. Okay. But we were the small business. And you guys had to speak in front of thousands of people. Um, I did. Suzanne, you didn't want to speak in front of all those people? I'm too shy. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila stood behind me. All right, so if I have family that's never been to Ashland coming into town and they have a few days to spend uh, in, the, in the Ashland area, what would y'all recommend they do? I mean, other than eat with us? Well, that's one thing. So right, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a given. Absolutely a given. <laughs> Um, definitely see the, the um, Hobby Town trains, the cho- toy store mm-hmm. with the antique trains. Go see the museum. Um, Patrick, always Patrick sorry. Henry's home. Scottsdale. Patrick Henry's home. I always oh, like yep. the people to see the Henry Clay Inn just because you can see how pretty it is inside. However, they haven't been open. Mm-hmm. Um, the courthouse. The courthouse. And the, and the tavern. Lots of history. Here. Lots of history. Mm-hmm. I always recommend after they eat, take a walk around and look at the whole old houses. Yeah, those those houses were built in the houses. 1870s, mm-hmm. 1880s, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just sit and watch so, the trains go by. Yeah, we have a lot of people to sit and just watch the trains. Do y'all so there are like 25 trains that come through? I think probably or, uh, almost every day. Uh, do y'all notice the trains? <laughs> Not so no. much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that when we had the earthquake. Mm, yeah. Everybody's like, "Did you feel it?" We were like, "No." No, because <laughs> felt like another train like coming train. through. <laughs> you know, you can tell the people who are from out of town from the Ashland people because when the train goes by, all the out of towners turn to look, uh-huh. and the Ashland people just carry on with their lunch. They don't even lift their heads. Well, Ashlanders just keep talking. That's right. They've yeah. seen the train so many times. <laughs> well, very cool. Anything else we want to talk about before we close? All right, very cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure to well, to, uh, to meet both of you and, and to have you uh, on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also really appreciate if you'd rate and review us. You can find us at scodopodcast.com.